BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the Balance Blonde Podcast, Soul on Fire. How is everybody doing? This is certainly a crazy time. I don't even know how to describe what a crazy time it is, but it's a crazy time and I know we're all feeling it. I have been, I feel like extra connected with all of you guys on Instagram and in the Facebook group and in my detox groups and email and all over the place. Just finding all the different ways to stay connected and to feel supported and to help you guys feel supported. And I feel like right now, more than ever, our online communities are just so important because if you're anything like me, I haven't seen a single person in real life other than my husband and my water fasting doctor, who I now haven't seen for like three weeks in about five or six weeks. So times are, times are different. Times are wild. I'm happy that I recorded this episode with Joseph Sheehy, the founder and CEO of Cured Nutrition, my favorite CBD brand, but he's so much more than that. He's an amazing person. He is a husband to his beautiful wife, Lauren. He's a super kind soul very knowledgeable on everything from CBD to psychedelics to adaptogens to nootropics to conscious relationships to overcoming depression and suicide, which we talk about in this episode, and is never, ever, ever something that I want to take lightly as I have had quite the experience in the past with someone who almost took their life many, many, many times. So having this conversation with Joseph opened me up so much, almost brought me to tears at certain times, and is also all over the board where we talk about good stuff. We talk about deep stuff. We talk about CBD, of course, and how timely is that, that so many of us are needing this extra boost of calm in our lives right now. So after you hear this episode, I think you'll be very inspired to try out Cured Nutrition, which by the way, not even sponsored in this moment, is 
truthfully my favorite CBD company for so many reasons, but I will let you hear all about it in this episode with Joseph. So as I was saying before I went on a tangent, I'm so happy that Joe and I recorded this episode before the pandemic and before the quarantine hit. I think he was certainly the the last person that I recorded in person with, the last person I recorded with in general, as I have just um, been doing solo episodes and episodes. I have an episode with Jonathan coming out next week, which I'm super excited about and did that Zoom episode with Marianne, my fabulous medium that came out a couple weeks ago to address what's going on right now from the um from the mindset of a psychic medium who's incredible and then i just had some episodes saved up so thankfully for this episode with joe i feel like it couldn't possibly be more timely so if you're not aware of what cbd is it is an incredible um part of the hemp plant where marijuana comes from but it doesn't have thc in it so it doesn't get you high it calms you down it's used to reduce inflammation it helps people sleep it helps with insomnia for me it helps with joint pain tremendously tremendously i use cured nutrition's um, pain salve and i have been ever since i met joe at um, at our mutual friend Lauren Roxborough's party over a year ago. Lauren's been on this podcast too, if you want to check her out. Um, she's been on a couple times. She's a dear friend and she's a great connector. So I've met a lot of people who I've really, really, really grown to love through Lauren. And Joe, as we mentioned in this episode, he's somebody that Jonathan and I started talking to at the party. and really just hit it off with instantly. I think within minutes, we were talking about mushrooms and ayahuasca, and we had the beautiful backdrop of the Pacific Palisades rolling mountains of Los Angeles behind us. It was gorgeous. And yeah, he told us all about his company. And ever since then, I've just become a super fan of Cured. And it's been so fun to get to know Joe and his beautiful wife from afar. And when we are able to be out in the world again, I can't wait to double date with them and hopefully visit in Colorado and do some stuff out there for TBB and for Cured. So let us know if you live out there, if you'd be interested in that, that would be fun. I also wanted to keep um, my peaches and pits going. Last week in my solo episode, I shared some highs and lows from my week, and it was just a fun way to connect. So my peach of the week, and I'm totally just thinking of this off the cuff right now, what's been the best part of my week? Um, Probably getting outside, to be honest. I've only been on a walk outside three times in the last five weeks as I've been taking the social distancing very seriously because of my immune system. But I started noticing that the mental benefits of getting outside are worth it for me, especially just steering clear of people in general and walking in very quiet areas. So I went on like a two-hour walk today. It was amazing. 
walking. I felt so connected to nature, to the outdoors, felt so intensely happy and grateful for that experience. And that was probably my peach of the week. So don't ever, ever, ever underestimate the power of nature, which is something we also talk about in this episode. And then my pit of the week. Oh my gosh, I have a couple. Um, So I just wrote a 6,000 word blog post, probably one of the longest blog posts I've ever written, although I've always been a wordy writer. And I was so excited to press publish. It was my water fasting blog post, which I'm releasing in tandem with my water fasting solo episode, which by the time you guys hear this, that episode will be out. And I was literally pressing publish when something crazy kind of happened with my computer and all of a sudden the page wouldn't load. And it kind of at the moment looks like Potentially, I might have lost what I wrote, but I think it's still there. Um, but I've been talking to my web developer, and it looks like something something odd is happening on the back end where my server has crashed, and it just felt like really weird timing. And then that is not enough to be a full pit. But I've just been having a lot of technology issues, and it's not even Mercury retrograde or anything. But I've been having some, just like weird backend stuff happen where I mentioned this before, but the very special episode that I recorded with Jonathan about our wedding is gone, completely gone. I was so excited to release it and I accidentally deleted it from my computer. So (laughs) we're going to re-record it. No big deal. But just these funny things happen where I'm like, Okay, universe, I hear you. I so believe and know that everything happens for a reason. And I know that that happened for a reason. So I just have to kind of tune in to what the deeper meaning was there. And what I think the deeper meaning was, and I really believe, is that the universe is trying to tell me to slow even more down. I'm still kind of putting a lot of pressure on myself to work during this time, even though. This is just such a funky time and we don't have to be putting that pressure on ourselves. And I think the universe is telling me less time on technology, Jordan, less time, more time on healing. So that's something I'm focusing on. And then finally, my final pit. And if you guys just heard that background, that was TikTok. I accidentally just clicked on it. My final peach, rather, um, really, really, really good thing of the week is that I'm having so much fun on TikTok and I'm creating all of the TikTok content for you guys. I'm doing what I eat in a day videos, which are really easy to do on TikTok. Um, Makes YouTube look like a full-time job, even when it's not your full-time job. I've been doing some cooking tutorials. Jonathan and I did a hilarious M&M parody and I'm just having fun. So find me on TikTok. I'll follow everybody back who follows me. I'm just the balanced blonde on TikTok. Let me know what requests you have. I'm also getting back into YouTube, which has been really fun. So all of that said and done, those are some peaches and pits. I hope everybody else is doing well. Definitely feel free to share your peaches and pits with me on Instagram. Usually in a comment is how I would see it the best. Um, I truly try to respond to every single one of the comments that I receive. 
especially now because I'm home and what else would I do? And I love connecting with you guys in that way. So with that, I would love to thank our sponsor before we dive into this episode. We have a very exciting sponsor today. The sponsor of today's episode is Coco Kind Skincare. And you guys may have heard the fabulous Priscilla on the podcast not too long ago. Um, She is so phenomenal. She's a dear friend of mine. She is the founder and CEO of Coco Kind Skincare. They are such a clean brand. They are so edible. You could actually eat it. That's the first thing Priscilla told me when I asked her about Coco Kind when I first met her and said, well, how clean is it? Because I need to use super clean, blah, blah, blah. And clearly I, I did not know who I was getting into a conversation with. She was like, um, Jordan, it's literally so clean. You could eat it. So I've been very excited to support them and have been their biggest fan for a long time now. So they have two brand new products and I'm super excited to tell you guys about them. For one, because they are celery products and we all know how I feel about celery and celery juice and I drink celery juice every day and I'm a huge believer in the benefits of celery juice. So their two new products are their Celery Super Seed Duo. They have a pore refining concentrate and a texture smoothing cream, and I'm very obsessed with both. So both of these products center around celery extract, and you guys know how I feel about celery. And in the pore refining concentrate specifically, you roll it on. It feels really good. It's very similar to their turmeric product, which is um, a little skin brightening product, if you're familiar with that one. And celery helps to tone and firm the skin. And in doing so, it supports the structures that hold the pores tight. So it really helps to reduce that look of um, pores if you can see them on your face, which you definitely can with mine. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it helps to reduce the appearance of pores immediately. And then the moisturizer is a smoothing cream and celery is so hydrating, so nourishing, so healing for our skin. So I couldn't imagine a more special smoothing cream. I use it at night as a moisturizer. It really helps kind of give you like this very satiny type of complexion. And if you've ever seen Priscilla, the gorgeous founder of Coco Kind Skin, then you know, oh my God, how beautiful her skin is and how natural and gorgeous and just completely, like I said, edible the products are. That's how clean they are to achieve skin as beautiful and smooth as Priscilla's. So you can shop the new Celery Super Seed Duo on CocoKind.com. They are just the best. They're my favorite clean and sustainable beauty and wellness brand. They use superfoods, no harsh chemicals ever. Um, It's very accessible. You don't have to break the bank. All of their products are $25 or less. And lastly, we are partnering for a giveaway. So if you follow Coco Kind on Instagram and you follow The Balance Fund on Instagram and you comment on my latest post telling me why you need to try Coco Kind in your life, we are going to choose five winners to receive the Celery Seed Duo. So just to repeat, follow Coco Kind on Instagram, comment on my latest 
Instagram post, The Balanced Blonde. Tell me why you need to try the Coco Kind Celery Seed Duo, and we will choose five winners. And thank you very much. They are phenomenal. So happy that they're sponsoring the show today. Now, into this episode with the fabulous Joseph Sheehy. Joe, I'm so happy that you're here. Ever since we met at Lauren Roxborough, our mutual friends book launch party last year, sometime like last spring, or was it before that? It's been a quick year. It's been a year. It's been a quick year. (laughs) Time flies. I feel like time doesn't even exist. But ever since we met at her party and you who were there with your brand, Cured, who people listening, I'm sure are familiar with by now, my favorite CBD. Jonathan and I just got the chance to talk to you. We were so interested in everything you had to say. We were totally blown away just by you because it's so nice to meet genuine people in this space and basically anywhere. So so happy to have you here. We've been wanting to make it happen basically since we met and... Thank you for being here. So yes. tell our listeners just a little bit about who you are, sure. where you grew up, all cool. the things. Cool. I will do that. So first of all, thank you. And yeah, when I when I first met you and Jonathan, I was like, oh, I know you guys are at a party right now and there are people to interact with, but I want to talk to you guys and I want to dive way deeper. So We did. We like yeah. stood <laughs> at your booth for... Yeah. So long. Yeah, it was so yeah. fun. We talked about so many deep things. Yeah, yeah. And I, re- I remember texting my my wife now. She was my fiance at the time. And I said, hey, I, I met Jordan. And well, it was your fiance at the time too. Uh, yeah. I met Jordan and Jonathan. And wow, they're amazing people. I can't wait to get to introduce you to them. And unfortunately, you haven't met her in person yet, but we'll make that happen yeah, at some point. Yeah, she seems so lovely. Um, but yeah, I, so just a little bit of background on me. I am the founder and CEO of Cured, as as we said, but I took a right-hand turn into this space about three years ago. And so before this, I was an aerospace engineer. I worked at a company called Lockheed Martin. On uh, They're one of the biggest defense contractors in the world, and I worked in their uh, NASA, their exploration division. So big-time nerd. And I've always been that way. Love. I grew up with my dad. He's a he's an airline pilot. And in third grade, I did one of those eye tests. And my mom was actually the the nurse that came to the school. And she's That's like so cool. reading the chart. And I couldn't read like one of the first lines. And she's like, Joseph, like, like quit messing with me. Like, and I was like, no, like I, I actually can't see it. And that was the day I found out that I had terrible eyesight. I was like, oh, my dreams of being a fighter pilot, my dreams of being an astronaut, like everything's broken. But I quickly realized that, okay, that if that's the case, and maybe that wasn't fully the truth, but I want to know how this stuff works. And so my dad being an airline pilot, I was flying a lot and I just got really interested in the way things work at a, worked at a very young age. And that's what drove me into the math and science and, and engineering world. And let's be real, I was just am not very good at English reading and writing. So it was a clear path for mm-hmm. me. Um, so we're the opposite. 
Yeah. Because yeah. I always say I'm all English. That was my major and like no math, no science. Yeah. Totally the opposite. I tell this, I tell this story sometimes about um, taking the ACTs and doing really well on math and science in the first one and doing really bad in the reading and writing. I think it was like, I can't remember the whole scale, but I scored below a 20 on on one of the two and then math and science were up above 30 and really high. And my parents were like, okay, you know what? We'll just get you a tutor and you can take it again. And I got a tutor for reading and writing and took it again. My reading and writing score went down and my math and science went up and I wasn't even focusing on that. that and we were like, so all right, so let's funny. not, let's not press something that's not going to happen yeah. anymore. Wait, we are literally the opposite because I swear that happened with me except for opposite. <laughs> I would get perfect scores on the writing and reading section. Perfect. And the rest of it, it's like math and science are a foreign language to me. Yeah. So it goes to show we all have our own strengths. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So it that's what guided me into a, a technical career. And uh, I had some struggles in college with the people that I was hanging out with and my really molding to those people. So that's very important to say is, you know, the people that I hung out with, we tended to make decisions that were not good for our bodies. We partied a lot. We used drugs and it led me to a really dark place in college. Where did you go to college? CU Boulder. So it's definitely known as a party school, uh, but grew up. So I grew up in Colorado and knowing they had a good aerospace program. It was like, okay, this just makes sense. But found myself living really destructively in college and got to a place where I was really depressed. And it was a combination of a lot of things, but one being the fact that, you know, I knew that I was an intelligent person. I had a lot of potential in where I wanted to go with my career as an engineer. I also have been very in tune with like what it looks like to live a well-rounded, uh, health-focused wellness lifestyle, and that was that was contributed to by me playing sports at a young age. But I got into college, and I just molded to everybody around me, and I didn't let myself express the the nerd side and the person who was interested in cooking and food right. and working out because. I got made fun of once for that. And just that once like made me steer clear of it and go. So I was really living so far out of my true nature in college. And it led me to a very destructive place. I found my place. I found myself on the edge of a bridge uh, in 2012, ready to jump off, ready to end my life. Oh my gosh, I have chills. Yeah. And the next day when I was in the hospital bed, my parents were, I was on a 24 hour suicidal watch. Mm -hmm. and my How did parents, you end up in the hospital? So I got pulled back over the guardrail. By a stranger? By a stranger. It was 2.30 a.m. on a Tuesday morning. I so weekday morning. Chills. Yeah, I, it was a guardian angel for sure. Pulled me back up over the guardrail. That night I was walked home to my house in Boulder and had struggled with anxiety uh, a lot actually through my entire life and had been prescribed Xanax and got home and took a bunch of Xanax on top of already wanting to end my life. And 
was in a daze until the next day and woke up in the, in the bed, which my parents had brought me there. They had, I had had a, a friend contact them and woke up and like was listing off all the substances in my system and saw my parents standing over me and just saw the life sucked out of them. And through the course of time was, was pulled out of Boulder and really isolated. And like, it's like, I need to like restart my life because the way that things are going is very destructive. I'm not going to get this degree that I've been working so hard for this career that I've have believed is my path seems like it's kind of escaping me because of the decisions I'm making. And in 2012, 2013 was really when I was just like, all right, I'm going to wipe my whole plate clean and I'm going to focus on making myself the best possible version of myself. And what that's looked like has evolved over the years. But one of the main thing that's been at the core of it is nature and my belief in nature and specifically cannabis as a whole. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much that we'll talk about here about cannabis as a whole, but I had looked at it and I saw that it wasn't something that was destructive in my life. And in 2017, I quit my engineering career and I went full bore into being somebody who is going to advocate for nature as a whole. And that's really where where Cured has come from. That's incredible. Yeah. Nature is so healing. It Nature is. has been so healing on my path with Lyme and anxiety and so many things. Yeah. But so how old were you when all of that happened? So I was so I was 20. I took five years to graduate. So I was 21, 22 when I was really in the depths of my depression. Mm-hmm. And then so young. It was. It was. And I had been somebody that has I've struggled with anxiety in my entire life. And I actually saw your post on it today, yeah, today. which is very uh um, for it, it's, it's very alignment. Yes, it's very much course. in alignment. Of course, I saw that right before I walked in here. But it has been something that I've struggled with my entire life, and it was exacerbated by making bad decisions for sure in college. And so it was like I just had to flip the whole script on my life at that age and leaving what I thought was a community at the time, although it wasn't like it wasn't a deep connection that I had with these people was difficult. I was pulled into what I kind of say was isolation and and it was a long uphill battle out of that yeah. place. So what helped you the most? I know I'm sure cannabis helped a lot because yeah. clearly you've taken that path. But what else has what else helped you when you were in the depths of that depression? Yeah. So I was really resistant to pharmaceuticals in the very beginning partially because I had just seen my mom as as a nurse, but also as somebody who has struggled with a lot of the same things, had doctors that just prescribed, 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 prescribed. And not that I saw it affecting my mom in a negative way, but it just didn't seem right to me. And so I had a, I had a, a question right off the bat where I had a psychiatrist like recommend that that was the path to take. And I was like, I like I don't know if it is, and I don't know if I actually want to subscribe to that. And let's be real, I'm never going to say there's anything wrong with certain medications and ways that we have to do procedures. Like, thank God for modern medicine. But there's also a piece of it where I believe that there is an alternative, and that's why that's why I'm at where I'm at, and why you believe in so many of the things that you do. And 
I, so having that resistance, my mom actually gave me a book by Dr. Andrew Weil. I'm not sure if you know who yeah, he is, I do. but he actually, he, he started True Food. Right. And um, he wrote a book called The Natural Mind, uh, Spontaneous Happiness. That was the book that I actually got from my mom. And in that book, it just started talking about simple things like meditation and and eating and how and what we put in our body and natural sources of vitamin D being in the sunlight going on walks and i was like whoa like i feel like we can complicate this thing this idea so much but if we remember like who we are as human beings and we remember that we are of nature and nature is of us there's so much power there and so i started to explore it after getting that book from my mom and actually saw one of his talks before he started uh, True Food and he was most of his talk was just on the power of breath. So I instantly was like, whoa, like I just want to explore the power that I have within my body and then the power that's already there waiting for us in nature. And it was a you know about five years of really trying to figure out what that looked like. And a piece of it led into bodybuilding, which got unhealthy in itself, but I started to learn what I could actually do with the power of my body and the power of food and the power of movement and the power of breath and everything that we're blessed with just in this natural world. And so I I raised my hand and asked a question. I think there's another way. My mom was like, oh, okay, here's a book. Here's this guy that I've been so interested in. And that really just sparked the whole the whole path into wow. this world that I now live in. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So you mentioned food. So how do you eat specifically? <laughs> I'd love to know the specifics. Yeah. So I've tried everything. I've tried absolutely everything. And when I was in the bodybuilding world, it definitely turned, um, I guess you could call it very strict. Like I didn't eat a lot of variety. It was like the... I ate the greens, I ate the veggies, I ate the proteins, and it was right. just like pretty plain, pretty boring. Every single week I went to the store and I was like, oh, I found the same 10 things in my in my cart. And so I recognized, although at the time when I was you know, eating a lot of fish and I was eating a lot of veggies and eating uh, great, uh, good, low glycemic, glycemic index carbs and a wide variety of different carbs, I noticed that my body was responding well but i also noticed that whenever i veered off of that that my body didn't like it so although it was really quote unquote what we would like to call like a clean approach it actually wasn't good for my body because i wasn't giving it the variety that it needed and so now what i've realized since then is i i can really pick up on like what my body's looking for in the moment because it's been a course of about seven, eight years from when I started bodybuilding to now shifting out of it to now moving heavily into just like, what does it look like to treat my body the way it wants to be treated? And so now for me, I explore such a variety of foods and sometimes I'll do higher fat diets. Sometimes I'll do things where I do more so of like a nutrient timing type approach where, you know, I'm somebody who likes to go to the gym and lift weights. So if I'm going to do that, I'll eat like a higher, uh, carbohydrate meal like a couple hours beforehand with some white rice and then afterwards I'll eat the same and I'll eat protein but I eat such a wide variety of veggies and I, I do eat meat and I do eat fish but it's all uh 
based off of what my body is telling me at the time that it needs. And it's taken a long time to figure that out. And I think that that's what's so important for for everybody to discuss is we can all subscribe to different ways of eating and different ways of taking care of ourselves. But at the end of the day, it's going to be what you need or what I need. Absolutely. And, and so it's like, we're all looking for this answer, but there's just no answer. Right. So there's no one size fits all. I have such a variety of ways of eating, but really to me, it's like, what does my activity look like for the day? What did I eat? What did it look like from, what did I eat yesterday? Did I eat late at night? Sometimes I like to fast in the morning because I actually notice a mental clarity that is so different Same. when I do that. So it's it's all over the place all to be completely place, honest. Yeah. But yeah, it's I love really it. Just, it sounds very intuitive. Yes. And yeah, yes. That and very in line with everything you've been talking about, just yeah. taking cues from nature. Yeah. The ultimate intuition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, I think I, I think that's what I just described as intuitive yeah, eating. 100%, yeah, 100%, which is so inspiring yeah. for everybody listening cuz like you said, when people are lost and looking for the answer, it can be hard because there's it so is. much noise, but intuitive all the way. Yeah. And it takes and it takes time. It does. You know, yeah. like I know with your journey and you know with looking at mine it's, it was Eight eight years of exploring mm-hmm. it, and I would say I'm still still exploring it Constant every single day. Exploration you know? of life, totally. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of exploration, something mm-hmm. I know we both love, something that we discussed at when we met at Lauren's party was psychedelics and plant medicine, everything from ayahuasca yeah. to psilocybin to yeah. microdosing. I would love to talk to you about that and just kind of see your opinion and what you've learned from plant medicine. So much, so much. So when I first met you, I told you I hadn't yet tried ayahuasca and I still haven't. Mm -hmm. So Lauren, my wife and I are planning on doing this later this year. Uh, We're planning on going down to Costa Rica or somewhere potentially in the Amazon to do it. Um, But I have explored with a lot of other psychedelics. And as I was saying in college, it wasn't in a conscious way. I had explored LSD, I had explored psilocybin, but it was such in it was just in a in combination with so many other destructive behaviors around alcoholism and and other and other substances. But now, you know, six years, six, seven years later, what I what I subscribe to now and my interest in nature is the fact that there's just again, so much healing power. And when I started exploring psilocybin, after four years of really not looking at any of it, because I was kind of still like, oh, like, I don't, I don't know. But then I started approaching it in such a, a conscious way. And Dr. Andrew Weil was really one of the leaders in this in the 60s and 70s, and nobody was listening to him. Um, I started to explore life and my behaviors and decisions in such a different way. And I think what I've learned the most is there's so much that we don't know. And through using psychedelics, specifically psilocybin, I've done so much healing over the last several years because it makes me look at life and relationships and people and the way that I show up for all of them in such a different way. It makes you kind of 
it kind of puts you in like the third person perspective. And that's at like, of course, higher doses uh, with psilocybin. But many of the quote unquote journeys that I've done with psilocybin have been sitting down with myself and a candle and a notebook and a lot of tears tend to come out. And I just ask myself questions. I forgive myself of things that I know that I've I've held on to or held shame around. And there's so many things in life that can feel make us feel so trapped. And I think that that's what psychedelics have such an amazing power to do is to take you back to situations. And especially when you're in a safe holding space to re-experience those situations in a open, loving, uh, curious mind and actually understand that certain situations, whether they were traumatic or whether you made a bad decision that you deem as bad was, you can look at them and you're basically, for me, I'm like, well, I think I was doing the best I possibly could with the information I was equipped with at the time. And I just tend to process so much through those experiences. And then when I'm on the outside, I look at them and a lot of the times it'll be like, oh, like I want to reconnect with this person or I should reach out to this person and just say, hey, you know that that confrontation that we had, like, I love you, first of mm-hmm. all, and sorry, that was me showing up in a, in a different way. So I think yes. I, I posted a, a quote on my story the other day, but I, I really think, and this is, this is a statement that is meant to, meant to not be like, just that this is the fact, but it was, I think that psychedelics help people become better people. I think they help them be, uh, help us become better versions of ourselves because they make us more curious on why it is the reason the, that we do the things we do, which for me is like so powerful because so it just powerful. teaches me about myself. And so yeah. that's on like the more journey end of it, taking higher doses. So I love what we're talking about. I know microdosing was what you were about to start talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So on the, on the higher dose end, it's, it's an experience it's not for the faint of heart. I'll just put it that way. You definitely have to be ready for it. You definitely have to be surrounding yourself with somebody who is experienced, who can create and hold a safe space and guide you through the journey. That's the most important piece when it comes to psychedelics. And a lot of people talk about it, but it's the the set and setting. And it's really important to have that established in a way that's going to make you feel safe and willing to and willing and able to let go because we live most of our lives just like grasping for control and the and the healing powers of psychedelics are in the letting go and letting what's going to come up come up and to be curious and explore it um but on that's more so for the higher end and then on the microdosing end it's been something that I've explored for now four years off and on. And in this, in the very beginning days of starting Cured, I was actually microdosing for about three months. And what I noticed right off the bat was just this different, this completely different sense of creativity that I have never felt before. I'm totally. I'm very so, intellectual. Were you microdosing daily or what was your practice? I the very first time I did it, I did it daily and it's evolved since then. Um, but I was doing it every single day at the time and really, really low dosage, dosages, sub perceptual um, with psilocybin just in a chocolate. Mm. And I would put it in 
a, uh, I would do like this morning, like little smoothie and I would put a little piece of the chocolate in it and I would go off to my engineering job at the time and be like, Ooh, like I'm like really creative. Did you ever accidentally take too much? Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm I'm asking because I do the same thing and like sometimes it just hits you differently. Yes. Uh Yes. I was actually, um, so the, it's so hard to describe the feeling of psilocybin, but the best way that I, that I tend to feel like people can understand it is just like this feeling of like openness and warmness. And like, you just want to like hug life. Like you just want to like hug the world because you, you, you just feel so much more in tune. You're, you take all of your senses and you just like turn the dial up just a little bit. And so colors seem a lot more vibrant, like edges of tables and corners and paintings seem a little bit more sharp. Totally. And I think that that's kind of like the best way to explain it. And for people to understand that that's all that's happening. You're not actually, you're not tripping. You're not actually in a state where you couldn't like, you can, you can drive a car, you can show up to work, you can you can take care of the kids. You can mm-hmm. do life as normal, but your senses are just turned up a little bit. And for me, I actually did take a little bit too much one of the first times. And I remember um, I had parked my car and I was at the uh, at the job that I was currently at. And I was like about to walk in and I was like, you know what? I'm going to take like a half hour walk and then I'll go in. And Because I wanted to go explore nature. The trees were calling me. Um, but totally. yeah, there's, it's been something that I've... I've played around with a lot, but the creativity aspect and the mood aspect for me have been night and day. Right. The mood aspect for me has been incredible too. And also pain relief is something I've experienced because I just have this debilitating pain from Lyme pretty much 24 seven. And even microdosing kind of takes that pain away, which I have to be really careful about because the pain of course always comes back yeah and it's always a bit of a disappointment and a shock which obviously we want to be comfortable in our natural state of being so that's why i don't microdose every day at the moment although it's definitely something i've thought about so i'm very inspired hearing your story so i want to know how microdosing every day helped you come up with or it sounds like the concept of cured Mm -hmm. and you have this incredible branding and your logo's amazing and just all the creativity behind it. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I I remember we dove into that when we first met. Um, I just really started to recognize that nature was speaking to me. I would go on walks and I would see trees and and see them in such a different light. Be like, oh, like, like you are me, and they have I am you. Personalities. Yeah. Do you ever feel like when you see a tree that it's like female or male or like grandmother or that type of thing? Definitely. Because I'm always telling Jonathan, that's a guy, that's a girl. She's a grandmother. This one's been here forever, and yeah. he loves it. And he he started to see it too. Yeah, I can just tell the wisdom. Mm-hmm. I've had times where on higher dosages, I've looked at trees and seen just eyes. 
just so many eyes. And Lauren and I were talking about it and we were, we were laughing after the, after one of the days and that we went on a journey and, and it was like, yeah, I was looking at the tree and it just had like a hundred eyes and it was looking at me like it knew me. And then we were like, of course, because it is me and I am it. And it recognizes me. It's like, oh, like it's the remembrance that like we are the same thing. We are both from this earth. We are both from this source that's all coming into fruition in, in this life in a different form, but we are of the same thing. So it's just the connectedness is just wild. But in starting Cured, I, I was like, okay, so I had been depressed. I had started to use uh, cannabinoids, specifically CBD, to help me for its calming purposes and just sleeping. And I had noticed that I was recovering a lot more. And I was like, okay, there's something here. And there's got to be a way to get this out into the masses because a lot of people will look and even at this conversation around psychedelics and they'll, they'll be scared of it. And when it comes to cannabis, what I knew was that there were so many different pieces of the plant when it comes down to the cannabinoids that can have different therapeutic benefits and not potentially be intoxicating. And a lot of people look at cannabis or marijuana as a whole and they say, oh, Cannabis, marijuana, THC, Cheech and Chong, stoner. Okay, it's bad. Mm-hmm. Then they just like go down that path. Totally. And it's like so wrong. And for me, I was like, okay, I want to raise my hand. I want to say, hey guys, hey world, I have a big mission here, but I want us all to actually look at this plant and say, hey, there's more than the conditioning that so many of us, so many of us have grown up with. You know, it, it had been kind of shunned and demonized for so long and we weren't really asking questions. So when I found CBD, I was like, okay, here's a cannabinoid that has amazing healing properties and it's not intoxicating. So, oh, I feel like there's going to be a lot more people that would be willing to try it. And my mission as believing in nature is going to be rooted in that. And that will be like the first stepping stone. And, um, Cured has evolved since that very first day and, and what we include in our products and ingredients and everything. But that's really what it was rooted in was the idea that here's this beautiful piece of a plant that as a whole has so many benefits. And if we look at this one piece, CBD specifically, that will help raise consciousness and awareness around the plant as a whole. And same thing with psilocybin. Okay, so we're noticing that something is going on here. There's also functional mushrooms. There's culinary mushrooms. There's the whole mushroom world as a whole. And we're just talking about small pieces of it. So to me, it was like, that's it. Like, that's the idea. The idea is nature and there's an avenue to get there. There's an avenue to get the message out there. And um, I'm a Myers-Briggs INFJ, which is an advocate and I've recognized, I was like, oh, of course, like, yes, I do create products that help people, but I just am an advocate for nature. And I recognize that. And, and it just, it just, it just started to spiral and lead into one thing after another. And, and you discussed our branding. And when you look at it, it uses a lot of line work, a lot of sacred geometry, a lot of like naturey feel, but it also is just, it just has this allure that makes you look at it and question and say, oh, 
Like there's a lot here. And I think one of the first things that I said to you when I met you was, I think we we might have been talking about my tattoo in the in the sacred geometry. And I was like, yeah, like we're all made up of little pieces of geometry like exactly. at its core. Mm-hmm. And when you go on on psychedelic journeys, you see a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And you recognize that, okay, if that's always there and we're only seeing it in in these experiences, well, if we're seeing it in these experiences, then correct myself, then we're actually, it's always there, but we're not always seeing it. So what is nature trying to tell us? And when we went to our branding agency, like we said those things and then we're like, all right, we're going to get along with you guys. And, Love they, that. and they just came so up with- So you found the perfect people. Yeah. And they just came up with this idea that it, like we are at our core all made up of tiny, complicated geometrical patterns that come into fruition in different forms. And that's what nature is. That's what humans are. That's what everything that we're looking at is really made up of. And that also builds on my nerd upbringing of, hey, like I love math. I love science. I love the fact that this is all these are all small pieces to a really big puzzle that we call life. And that's kind of how it's come to fruition through yeah, our branding. That's incredible. All right, guys, just a brief interruption from today's episode with Joe, which is so fun to tell you that I have a very, very, very special offering for you guys that is currently running where I am offering an absolutely free anti-inflammatory guide to healing. So I think it's about like 13 to 15 pages. My web designer, Annalise, made it absolutely beautiful. And it's just a compilation of my greatest tips and tricks for living an anti-inflammatory life. Switching over to the plant-based and salt oil sugar-free way of healing and way of life and talks a little bit about detox and how I'm healing through plants. So I just wanted to put together something free for you guys to support you during this time, but during all times to talk about um, things that have helped me and answer questions that I get all the time. So like I said, it's completely free. There are no strings attached whatsoever. We're going to put the link in the show notes. I also have the link on my The Balance Bond Instagram where it says free guide to healing. And I would love for you guys to join us there and check it out and let me know what you think. We put a lot of love into it. I just like to give you everything I can, all the content that I can. It also has some information in there about why I feel chronic illness can be our greatest gift, how to change our perception from fear and weakness to faith and strength and healing. And it talks about the beauty of food combining to combat bloat, inflammation, pain, and weight gain. So it's all about stepping back into your power, completely free guide, healing chronic inflammation and pain. And I do believe it is quite a bit of my purpose on this earth to share this information with you guys. So check it out. Link in the show notes, link in my Instagram bio. Let us know what you think. And now let's head back into this episode with Joe. So you started Cured in 2016, you said, or? End of 2016, it was starting to become an idea. And then we founded it in 2017. Amazing. So what was that journey like starting (laughs) a company? Scary. So I was an engineer at the time uh, still and 
was actually finding myself getting depressed again because I had this like this deep desire to be an entrepreneur, to start this company that was going to really change the dialogue around cannabis and nature as a whole. But I felt so trapped in my engineering career, sitting in a cubicle, like listening to podcasts and Joe Rogan, just like all of these things that I was like, I feel like these are speaking to me, but I feel so trapped. And honestly started to get depressed because I felt so trapped. I'd worked so hard to to get that job and thought that that was the career path that made people look at me as somebody who was successful and and doing doing life right, right? Like going to school, doing the thing. Right. And so I had this like separation again of like self and what I wanted to do and found myself getting depressed again and um went and saw a therapist and he gave me this this card that he had written on and he and it said permission on it. And he's like I'm giving this to you but you just need to give this to yourself. And I was like, oh, like, why am I making this so difficult again? So that was like the permission slip to start it all. I put in a letter of resignation that same night that I had seen that therapist and woke up the next morning with an idea, but no idea where it was going. And one product after another has come out over the years and some catch and do really well and some don't do well at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're all rooted in the same idea of there's healing powers in nature. And we've come out with products recently that include functional mushrooms and a bunch of other adaptogen yeah, herbs. I love the nootropic type yeah. of stuff that you've come out with. They're amazing. Yeah. And we actually have a clinical herbalist in Boulder, Colorado that's formulated those for us. So it's really been an idea that is CBD was was where the company started and they, it has been the catalyst to so much more and people do look at Cured and yes, we are a CBD company, but what we're doing now is so much different than what's going on in really the rest of the industry. It's as people have seen, it's so trendy, it's everywhere, it's selling things that shouldn't be sold, like people are making money off of it. And I get frustrated with that because it has so much power. And the people that can actually experience those healing powers, if they're getting a really poor quality product or getting it from a brand that's just trying to make a dollar, then that brand's doing the that customer a disservice, but they're also doing nature a disservice. So we're we're going in the wrong way. So yeah. it's been since day one, it's been, okay, we have to put really high quality products out there. We also have to say why we're doing that and educate around them and and tell the story of who's creating our products. And then also like put very forward facing all of the, the traceability and the testing and everything that we do to make sure that the products actually have in them what we say they have and that they're free of any toxins because just like our food supply chain, hemp and any cannabinoid that comes into your hand goes through a process to get there. And in that process, you know, there are things like solvents that can show up in products. So Cured has put that as one of our one of our key pillars. And we have a quality control section of our website that anybody can go look at. And you can look through each batch and you can see the testing results for every single thing that's been done to that product. And that's been, you know, really the foundation of our company. Now there's been a lot of hiccups along the way. Um it's not like starting starting a normal business because 
it's a marijuana related business. Right. And so banking, credit card processing, renting space, like all of those things have been so hard because sure. there's like this question and and now it's a lot more clear, but there's just like such gray, such gray areas that I operate in that have made me become, I guess, just a much better problem solver. <laughs> We've jumped yeah. through a lot of hoops. Um now, three years into the business, what we're really trying to do is put the right information and education out there and understand that the curative of today is going to be different than the curative of tomorrow. And we're just going to continue to improve and try things, listen to the people that we work with and the customers that we serve and just create a brand that people can look to and say, hey, like I trust them. This is why. This is how I can educate other people on this product. And this is this is why I would use this product. So it's, it's been a process. Yeah. It's a learning process. But for us, we really just want to be part of a whole movement as a whole that helps push forward specifically cannabis right now, but also just, just nature as a whole. I love that. Yeah. So we were talking a little bit before we started recording about how trendy CBD has gotten. I remember the first time I heard about CBD, maybe like four years ago, four or five, I was like, what is that? And mm-hmm. does it get you high? And just so many questions now, especially in this wellness industry that we're both a part of. It seems that everyone knows exactly what CBD is. In fact, there's hundreds of brands, Mm -hmm. hundreds of inquiries that come into my inbox every day. Like, hey, we're a CBD brand, Um, which for for the movement of cannabis is great. But also, as you were saying, there's a whole quality control issue. Also, it's just a very crowded space Mm -hmm. at the moment. So how do you feel about this? CBD mm. that you're that you've created is like so trendy now. That's so frustrating because when I and I was actually looking back at my Instagram feed at one of the posts when I first created it and when, when Cured was first created and I was like, just want I want this to be seen on a nationwide and worldwide level as something that can really help people. And I think that that message becomes very confusing and cloudy when it is everywhere. There's a new brand popping up every single day when five, six, 10 different brands are selling the exact same product with just a different label, but it's coming from the same supplier. So that's what's going on right now. There's, you know, there are companies like Cured that source from local farms in Colorado. There are some companies that do like a vertical integration. So they know it's actually like a farm to table business model. But for the most part, what's really going on are there are three, four, five really big manufacturers or suppliers, and there's hundreds of brands that live below them. And so the differentiator between those brands doesn't really exist. The differentiator is a label. And so when it comes down to it, it's like this company can say something, this company can say something, this company can say something, but all they're really doing is selling the exact same product. And to be honest, when it's mass produced, that's when the integrity and the quality always drops. Like mm-hmm. look at look at big mass grocers, look at big mass, like look at Walmart, look at all of the big corporations and tell me if you would say you feel the same quality is coming from you going to a farmer's market or, you yeah. know, like, and so that's what's going on. Um, 
with that said, there are good brands out there and I can't sit there and be like, Oh, Keurig's the only brand. But what I can do is I can say, this is how we educate ourselves. These are the things to look for. We want to know the source. We want to know the testing. We want to know the traceability. We want to know the other ingredients in it. We want to know the why behind it all as consumers. And if we're equipped with those questions, then you could go to any brand and ask the right questions. But my my desire and my heart is just to equip people with the ability to ask those questions because mm-hmm. that's what's most important is that's what's going to push cannabis forward. And there are people that would say, oh, it's just trendy. It doesn't work right now. And I would say that that's because maybe you tried a poor quality brand and maybe they actually didn't have any CBD in it. How do you know there yeah. was CBD in it? There's been a lot of companies that actually have a big uh, lab in Colorado that we work really closely with. And they were testing some waters that they pulled off of shelves and noticed that several of them were testing at like 10 to 25% of what they claimed the CBD to be in there. That's so interesting. And people don't know that. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because it actually does work. Oh, it works. But you if you get a product see. that doesn't have it, like then that person is going to say, oh, I'm never going to try it again. And that ruins the for cannabis. Absolutely. I mean, your product works. I will say, Jonathan and I take it every night. Yeah. He takes quadruple the amount that I do because that's the kind of guy he is. It's safe. But he it's safe and it doesn't get you high and mm. he sleeps like a baby. I am very sensitive to everything. So I just take less than him. But um the mint tincture is my yeah. favorite. Helps me sleep. I've had lifelong insomnia and your product really works. Whereas I've tried so many other brands um, and I'm definitely not just saying this, that like probably don't have CBD in them or the quality is just not there where I've felt nothing Mm -hmm. or um, even more anxiety sometimes or even more insomnia, which then makes me think what is in there if it's not high quality CBD. So I love your mint tincture. I love the salve. Um, Mm which you brought some more over today, but I have like so much pain from Lyme and just constant joint pain. It helps so much. So those are my favorite products. Which which ones are your favorites? So I would say right now, the nootropics or our RISE product, it has has CBD in it, but it also has lion's mane, cordyceps, uh, go-to cola, rhodiola, it's just a powerhouse for focus. Mm-hmm. I love that product. I'm in a state right now where a business, the entrepreneurial journey is tough. Let's just put it that way. And the last several months have been tough. And I've had to make, make hard decisions. I've had to work a lot more than I would like to. And my wife would like me to probably. But uh, the Rise product is really good for for clean mental clarity. There's no stimulants in it. It's really good focus product. And I just really like the the fact that we've taken several different components of nature, functional mushrooms, adaptogenic herbs, and then a cannabinoid extract, combine them together and place them in one product that's going to deliver you really like this trinity of of uh, natural natural products. And it's taken me from drinking a lot of coffee to now taking that and really having a great... I was just going to say, do you still drink coffee? A little bit. Um, more so for the ritual. 
it's know, a ritual thing, I love you know, the like ritual. Like, I've gotten back into it lately. It's my favorite mm. thing. But even now, like I can feel, I feel so much more jittery mm. when I drink coffee. But mm. there's so many things I love about it. Yeah. So maybe I need to swap it out. I've definitely tried your Rise product, but I think I need to just try it again in the morning. And yeah. It's hard for me to stick to like anything because that that's the kind of person that I am. Yeah. But I'm gonna try that and get back to you. Yeah, yeah, definitely do. It's I coming from the bodybuilding world, I used to take a lot of supplements that I would never take again. And right. so when it comes to stimulants, this has been a really good replacement for anything that I used to use. I use it before the gym, before working out, before speaking, before podcasting. Just is really like clean, clear, crisp energy and no crash, which That's amazing. tends to come from caffeine. For sure. Um, love that. Yeah. So I want to talk about your relationship with your cool. wife. I love following you guys on Instagram and like the love letters that you guys will write to each other in your captions. I'm always tagging Jonathan like, this is so beautiful. And you guys are just so open and it's so clear that you have such this otherworldly connection to each other. So just tell us how you met her and speak to that. Yeah, I try to... to, uh, She challenges me to get better at writing, which we spoke on in the beginning of this podcast is not the best. Oh, right. It's not my best. It's not my best foot. Well, uh, she's a very good writer. She is such a storyteller. She mm-hmm. she's like a magician with her words. I told her that one time, and I was like, "It's like you put me in a trance with your storytelling and your writing." And our relationship has been the greatest mirror that I didn't want. That I never, I always say this, you're what I never wanted, but always needed. Because when we first met, we met when we were both in the world of bodybuilding and went our own ways for several years and then got reconnected when I was starting Cured. I just like reached out. I said, hey, would love to get your feedback on these products. Let me know what you think. And I invited her out to Colorado to teach a yoga class. Oh, cool. For a cured cookout. And when she came out and we reconnected, we were like, whoa, like this is dangerous, but this is also amazing. And she had moved to Colorado there a month afterwards for graduate school. And I moved back to Colorado for well, cured. That's kind of meant to be, first so of all. So we ended up back in Colorado without really knowing. Like I, I was in San Diego when I started Cured, but then moved back because the rules and regulations were best in Colorado. She moved there for graduate school. And when we were there for uh, that cookout where she was teaching yoga, I go, I go, hey, Lo, I want you, I want you in my life for the rest of my life. So I think we should just be friends because I don't want to ruin this. <laughs> and uh-huh. we, we, we joke about it all the time. She was like, what were you actually saying to me? And I'm like, that is I so think, funny. I think, I don't know actually what I was saying, but I was like, I feel like I'm going to mess this up. So let's just be friends. We because, did something similar. <laughs> did we really? Yeah. I mean, Jonathan would always, because we were friends for years. He would always be like, let's go out to dinner as friends yeah. and I'll take you to your favorite restaurant, the one that you have always wanted to go to as friends. And I'm like, great. I love that you're my friend. 
<laughs> this would happen for two years. Yeah. So funny. So then she ended up, so she moved out there for graduate school and um, we fell so hard and so quick that it actually led us to this point where some of our past experiences, some of our past traumas as children and growing up came up and they were coming into our relationship. And I was, I have a very anxious attachment style and she has a very anxious avoidance. So she would push me away and I would try and pull her closer. And it got to this point where we actually broke up. We broke up several months into our relationship and we both were like, wow, we don't not want to be in this relationship, but we both need to do some work. We both need to like look at ourselves, and we need to we need to heal from some things. We need to do the therapy. We need to do the work to be to have both of our halves to come together. And we we read the book uh, "The Mastery of Love" together Ooh. several months into our relationship by Don Miguel Ruiz, who also wrote the Four Agreements. It's a really good book, but it was really it just really just showed us that. We need to take care of ourselves and we need to explore ourselves and understand ourselves and understand why we show up in relationship the way we do and be the one that's going to hold a mirror up for the other person and say, hey, like, I think that, like, I hear you and I understand that you're frustrated, but I think there's something for you to look at in this situation. So we challenge ourselves a lot. That is so beautiful. that, That more than anything has created a. It's just been the catalyst to creating the, the the deepest connection that I never even thought was possible, but is so necessary to actually build like that deep, secure relationship. And like, like that's what we all want in life is we want security, but to actually get to that, we're going to need to look at ourselves and work on ourselves. And like we talked about, we actually explore psychedelics together quite a bit. Um, sometimes one of us will take a higher dose than the other and the other will just sit there and and hold space and say, hey, I'm here to help you work through anything that you're going to be working through today. And and she's she's just challenged me every single day to be a better man. And I love her so much for it. And I also get like, I'm like, damn, like this is, this is, I never thought I'd be challenged more. And thank you. Like, this is what I've always needed I needed to be broke up with the first couple of months into our relationship. I need to be challenged to explore and have more fun and do all the things that we do. So that more than anything is like just like the foundation of our relationship is, yes, we are happy. Yes, we love each other so much. But yes, there's always things for us to improve on. And we're going to raise the hand when we think somebody else should look at something. And we're going to say, I love you. We uh, put together this we call it the compassion sandwich. So it's like you lead with compassion, you allow the other person to get vulnerable or you get vulnerable yourself. Then you take personal responsibility and then you sandwich it with some more compassion. Oh my <laughs> and it's a great God. way to like have a good conversation. I am stealing do that. It, do it. Given that me and Jonathan are very sensitive people, both of us, and yeah. you guys probably both are so too. Much. That is so necessary. And without that leading compassion or and ending compassion, like things can go so yeah. south so quickly. Yeah. Um, so that's that's our, so cool. That's these, our are, these are very beautiful tips. 
I definitely want to get that book that you mentioned. Yes. And yes. then you guys just got married. We did. What when did what was your wedding date? So it was New Year's Eve of oh, 2019. Cool. And we did it completely for ourselves. We went to the courthouse. So um we've been planning on eloping. And business has been a little difficult for several months. And I, as an entrepreneur, you go through times of paying yourself and you go through times of not paying yourself. And that's just how it works when you operate your own business because you have expenses. So I hadn't been paying myself for a while. We had just bought a house and we were like, oh, like we want to be married. We like our love, our relationship, everything is there. And we keep pushing it back because of finances. We were sitting on the couch on the 29th and we go like, why aren't we married right now? And two days later, we went to the courthouse. We got married. We're planning a celebration later in the year. But it was as as two people who have pleased a lot through our entire lives. It was like the most freeing decision that I think either of us have ever made to just say, hey, we're going to go to the courthouse now. We're going to wake up on New Year's Day. We're going to be married. And we're going to share it with each other and we're going to have a celebration where we're going to invite people to come to it. But it was just 100% for us, which was really that. special. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. It's so fun being married. It is. I love, I love that you guys, it's good. I know you guys got married like six weeks after us, basically. Yeah. It's a good time yeah. right before the new decade. Yep. I mean, literally for you. So literally. <laughs> a few hours before the new decade. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. Um, okay. So I want to ask you the rapid fires that I ask Great. everyone who comes on. Um, what are your sun rising and moon signs? Mm, so I am a cancer. Mm, when's your birthday? July 14th. Love that. I don't Love know cancers. my moon sign. Oh, okay. Do you know what time you were born? I was born at 614 in the morning. Okay, so we will definitely have to look you up okay. and we'll find your moon sign, your rising. Do you know your human design? Yes, I am a projector. Oh, you're a projector. Yes. Love and projectors. A manifesting generator. She is. Yes, okay, yes. you guys are a good match. It works well. It yeah. works well. I love it. Human it design teaches is you a so lot. fun for sure. Krista, um, I was having a breakfast with Krista and Lindsay at one point, and she was the one that taught me all that. So oh, I, I was going to say, I'm super impressed that you know your human design. Yeah. I mean, some people do. Some people have never heard of it. That's amazing. So you're the same as Krista and Lindsay then. Yes. Yeah. Projector and manifesting generator. Yes. So cool. Um, where do you see yourself 20 years from now? Wow somewhere deep in nature in the bungalow maybe being a writer Ooh, because i'm what? that's right like Full i'm circle not changing yes because i think that's what i need to do yeah i i have i love to tell stories i love to talk and i i feel like i'm gaining so many experiences right now that one day i i feel like that was like feels uncomfortable so i think i should do that <laughs> yeah that sounds incredible are you a night person or a morning person? Morning, for sure. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Um, favorite workout? Yoga right now. Oh, nice. Yeah. What kind do you like to do? So I usually, I, I love hot yoga. I love getting Same. as hot as possible, sweating out all the toxins. 
Me too. If you were a color, what color do you feel best represents your energy? Blue. Love it. Um, what's the hardest thing you've ever been through? The depths of depression and wanting to give up. Yeah. If you're there, you're not alone. Mm -hmm. And know that you are loved. And there are a lot of people that are rooting you on and holding space and, and passing you the energy to, to get through this situation in life. So true. What is something that most people do not know about you? Mm. So most people don't know about my aerospace background. And I actually can say that I designed and touched a piece of hardware that's sitting on the surface of Mars. That is so cool. Super nerdy. No, that's amazing. Yeah, I love I'm it. obsessed with that. Yeah. So cool. So that like, yeah, that's a, a time of my life that was like so different than where I'm at now, but it just feels like just such a like solid piece of me. I loved being an engineer. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, I lost my place. Uh, dream vacation. Hmm. So I haven't been to Bali. Definitely want to go. You must. I think I might know a person to ask. Oh, yes. <laughs> I will give you all the recommendations. I was thinking about Bali this morning. Yeah. It's so fantastic. You guys have to go. Yeah, You'll we love really want to go. Who is your top inspiration? My wife. Definitely. She inspires me to be a better person every single day. So beautiful. If you had the chance to meet anybody, who would you want to meet? Tim Ferriss. I love Tim Ferriss. I love the work that he's doing with psychedelics and their power for healing. I would mm -hmm. love to meet him. I think that can definitely happen. <laughs> I think that that will happen. Yeah. Next, you'll be on his, his podcast. There we go. There we yes, go. Yes. Manifesting it. Um, and then finally, because this is the Soul on Fire podcast, what is your definition of Soul on Fire? Waking up every single day and taking every step out of pure trust in myself and the deep knowing that I know I have and we all have, which is just rooted in that beautiful intuition. So operating completely out of that. Love that. So amazing. Thank you. So I could definitely see you in the future. I was just thinking about this when you were talking, leading um, like plant medicine journeys for people. I think you would be such a safe, calming presence mm. the way that you're saying you are for your wife and she is for you. I could see you doing that with groups. Do you know Natalie Miles? Yeah. So she was doing... Uh, she was at one of the almost 30 stops on their tour in Denver. Uh -huh. And she looked at me and she said, you were a shaman in a past life. Yeah. And oh I was my like, God. Okay. Chills. <laughs> okay. First of all, I love Natalie. I was just with her like last week in a big group, but I swear we were speaking telepathically the whole time. And afterwards I was like, did you feel that? We were, and she was like, yes. Yeah. Um, but I have chills because literally since I went downstairs to let you in like an hour and a half ago, I was thinking the exact same thing. You have this like wow. very wise shamanic energy. Plus you connect to the trees and like, it's all, it's all so nature. intertwined. Yeah. So beautiful. 
So tell everybody where they can find you, Perfect. where they can find your products, et cetera. Yeah. So you can find myself on Instagram at Joseph Sheehy. Last name is spelled S-H-E-E-H-E-Y. And Cured is Cured Nutrition on Instagram, curednutrition.com. And Blonde is a wonderful coupon code to use at checkout to save yourself some cash. And uh, my wife and I also have a podcast called The Jolo Show. So that's, oh my God. that's something fun that we do together. I mean, I knew that you guys, I obviously know about your podcast. I did not know that was the name. Yeah. That is the cutest thing I've Jello. ever heard. Yeah. That is, you guys are quite perfect in that way. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on and for opening up and being such an inspiration to all of us. This yeah. was so fun. Yeah. Thank you, Jordan. Really yeah. appreciate you and everything that you're doing in this world. So it's a pleasure. Yay. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode with Joe. I love the range of topics that we covered from CBD to psychedelics to mushrooms and microdosing to conscious relationships and his fabulous relationship with his wife, Lauren, to starting a company and overcoming depression, the beauty of nature, how healing nature and plants can truly be. Um, I truly believe there's nothing more healing on this earth. And I really, truly believe that many of us have to hit our rock bottom, either with our health or our mental health or our relationships or our life or all of the above in order to kind of open our eyes and see what nature has to offer and that our greatest gifts and our greatest healing is there all the time and all along. And Joe is such a phenomenal representation of that. I'm honestly so honored and so happy to have him on the show today. I can't wait to keep connecting with him and his beautiful wife and his fabulous company. And I want you guys to remember and always know that you can use the code BLONDE with Cured Nutrition for a fabulous discount. I highly recommend it. People are always asking me what my favorite CBD is. Without a shadow of a doubt, it is Cured Nutrition. I love all their products, but I especially love their mint tincture and their pain salve. And I know that Jonathan loves all their little cookies and treats too. And in this household, we use their stuff every day. I love their new tropics that he talked a little bit about at the end of the episode. If you're into that kind of stuff for energy in the morning and for sleep at night. So they really just use a variety of adaptogens, mushrooms, and plants functional plants to get their products going and being amazing. Um, Also, thank you to our sponsor, Coco Kind, for sponsoring the show. Don't forget, we have a fabulous giveaway running with Coco Kind, where all you need to do is follow them on Instagram and comment on my latest Instagram photo telling me why you need to try their new Celery Super Seed Duo, which is honestly some of my favorite skincare products ever. And... Lastly, sign up for my free guide to healing. We have the link in the show notes. Super special. So happy to share it with you guys. And as always, if you feel inspired to rate and review the podcast, I have a free gift for you that I will send you via email. So just rate and review the podcast. Email it to me, jordan at thebalancebond.com. And I will thank you by sending you my Soul on Fire yoga ebook. 
wow, that felt like a lot of info. So I kind of just want to end in a short and sweet way by telling you I love you. I'm grateful for you. We will get through this time. This too shall pass. I'm here for you. And let's do the damn thing. Let's Let's keep healing. Let's keep being amazing. Let's keep having fun. Let's keep making funny videos on TikTok. Follow me on TikTok. I will follow you back. I'm the balanced blonde, just like I am everywhere. And maybe by the time you listen to this, I'll have broken 1,000 followers on TikTok. We'll see. I'm currently at 891 with my um, my viral video, which I'm very proud of. Um, being Jonathan making fun of me on our honeymoon, which has like 27,000 views, which is hilarious. So I know people have like millions of views on TikTok, but I'm just not there yet. So let's have fun. Let's keep remembering the beauty and the joy of life and laughing and connection and know that this too shall pass. I'm always here for you guys. I love you guys. And come say hi. I, I'm I'm here. We have our Soul on Fire podcast tribe too on Facebook. So mwah, have a wonderful day. I almost said have a blessed day, which is an ode to the handmaid's tale. Um, please do have a blessed day and I love you all. Mwah, talk soon. Talk next week with a new episode. Woohoo.